Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Monica, host of From Heartbreak to Healed. I'm a life coach for women. I'm a wife, a mama, a granny, and a Christian. I help women turn their heartbreak into joy. After walking my own infidelity journey, it has become my passion to help guide you on your journey. This podcast is for the woman who is ready to heal her heartbreak and find joy on the other side. Let's get started. I was in Walmart recently and I had this visceral moment. And I thought that's what I was having, but I actually had to look up. I was like, what does that mean? A visceral moment. And I had to I had to look that up. It's it's like a it's a feeling in your gut. It's this like intuitive feeling. It's it's more of a reaction by feeling. And I wanted to share this story because I think for those that maybe listen in on these podcast episodes and aren't as far along in their healing journey as I am, it's really easy to think, well, it's just easier for her, or I just am not going to get to where she's at, or it's easy for her to now say, oh, go find joy because she's all healed. And I want to show you that this trauma, and I do believe that my story does contain trauma, that this trauma can and will show up in your life, but that doesn't mean you aren't healed. And and I want to talk about what you can do with it, what you can do with, let's say, a trauma response when you have one. So let me start by sharing what happened. Let me share the story. I was in Walmart and I was in the self-checkout lane, checking out, and this guy comes walking through, three little kids, you know, looks like mom, dad, three kids. And I hear the dad make a comment. And I look over and I realize, I recognize who the dad is from someone in the community. And I recognize the his three children. But he's not with mom. And I had already had begun to put some pieces of this puzzle together that They probably weren't together. And I had some suspicions about maybe what had happened. I still don't know for sure. I don't know if if this story contains infidelity or not, but I have a gut feeling about it. So anyway, in Walmart checking out, and I see this dad with his kids, new person, new woman, new female in their life. And there's an interaction between one of the children and the female, and it's a good interaction. They're, you know, being playful with each other while dad is doing the checking out. And the reaction that I got or the the visceral response that I got from that, I did not expect at all. I wasn't expecting it. It caught me off guard. And I had to really, I was with my girls and they were uh, picking up Subway to drop off to a boyfriend at work. So they weren't right there with me. I was checking out. They went up to the Subway counter. And I had to figure out very quickly how to pull myself back together before I got to them. Not that they couldn't see me upset. Not that they don't know my story. Not that I don't even think I should hide all of this from them. I don't. It's that what I was feeling, I knew 
I wouldn't show up for them in ways that I want to show up. And so I just wanted to get a hold of my emotions before I encountered them. And and I was able to do that. But I haven't been able to stop thinking about that moment since. And here's the part of why I wanted to share this story with you. I know that I'm always going to have a soft spot for moms who have encountered infidelity as part of their story and didn't want it, didn't wish for it, didn't want the divorce, didn't want the separation, didn't want to share their kids every other weekend, didn't want another woman in their children's lives other than the women that they choose to put in their children's lives. There's always going to be a deep little ache in my heart for those women. Their stories are always going to bring tears to my eyes. Because I remember feeling all those things. So that was part of the reaction I had. Like It took me back to that time when I remember the first time my kids were going to meet her. That was hard. That was really hard. I didn't want to share them. I didn't want to share them with, I didn't want to give them away every other weekend. I sure as hell didn't want to share them with another woman. And you have these thoughts like, what if they like her more than me? What if they want to spend more time at dad's than they do with me? I mean, you have all these thoughts that go through your head and they're normal. You're supposed to have those thoughts. That's that's just part of our human brain. So that was part of my response to this was I could feel this mama's pain. Because like I said, my gut tells me this isn't the story that she chose for herself and her children. That was part of it. The second response I got was some anger. Anger that a dad, and I say dad just because that's been my story. It's a mom in these instances sometimes too. But a dad can just decide, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm going to go be with somebody else. Like just this anger that a person can completely change the trajectory of my life, of someone's life. And like we have no so no say or no control over that. So I felt a little bit of anger. And they just kind of all like compounded and hit me at once. And I've done enough work on myself that I knew how to like compose myself and pull myself back together. And I was able to do that quickly. But I still can't get that moment out of my head. I think there's still a part of me that is shocked that this actually happens. That infidelity is is a real thing and people actually choose to do that. 
But I share this story because I want to share every part of the healing journey. And even though my life is amazing and I have a wonderful husband who loves me in a way I've never been loved before, my story still has pain. And your story probably will too. But you learn how to manage the pain. You still get to create joy in the pain. I, we had a, that when I was at Walmart, we were buying a few things because my daughter's high school graduation party was that weekend. I had a lot of family in town camping and came to the graduation party. I went on to have an amazing weekend filled with massive amounts of joy, but there was a little bit of sadness, of sorrow, of pain, of disappointment, of anger. There was a little bit of that lingering below the surface and that's okay. That's okay. Because I have learned to use that, the suffering, the sadness, the anger, the disappointment, I have learned to use it for my good. I have learned to use it to help other women walk this journey. I have learned to use it to create this podcast so that it helps somebody else who gets in this same situation. And so, you know, I talked about last week's episode was all about suffering. I could do five more episodes on suffering because there is just so much about suffering that I think the way we look at suffering is so important. And I just have decided to use my suffering for good. And I want you to decide that too. But I also want you to see that eight, nine, ten years removed, you might have a visceral moment like this, and that's okay. As long as you know how to use it to empower you. And it doesn't have to be to empower you like I've empowered myself. It doesn't have to be to start a podcast and to talk openly about your infidelity journey and walk with women and become a life coach and coach them. It doesn't have to be any of that. It can be the thing that empowers you to be a better mom. It can be the thing that empowers you to take care of yourself. It can be the thing that empowers you to love yourself. Like, it doesn't matter what it empowers in you as long as you allow it to do good in your life. My story hasn't been any easier than your story. My pain and suffering was just as much as yours. And so when you hear me talk and you think, well, I just won't get there. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. There is so much anger that comes with infidelity, rightfully so. And I was, I was, coaching a client recently, and we were talking about anger. And she has a lot of anger from a different situation in her life, not infidelity, a totally different story. But if we took out the the details of the story, they could be the same. And I was explaining how I could still be showing up in life from anger. And there are times I do. It still rears its ugly head, and I have to rein it back in. And be like, "Mm -mm, this isn't who you are. 
This isn't how you want to show up in the world. But I want you to learn to tell your story, even if it just is to tell your story to yourself, not from a place of anger. Because that isn't who you want to be. Let the the anger fuel you on to something better. I have such a deep compassion for single moms that I didn't have before. I have such a tender heart for women who have walked through infidelity that I didn't have before. I I feel their pain in ways I could have never done before. I feel others' pain that has nothing to do with infidelity, but just pain in general. I feel, I just feel more than I ever felt before this journey. I feel more of the hard stuff, but I feel more of the good stuff too. I have more empathy and compassion and grace. But I feel, and that's something I had lost. So having this visceral moment in Walmart, having this trauma response, if you will, in Walmart, I'm okay with it. Because it means I'm feeling again. And if I'm feeling that, trauma response, I'm also going to be able to feel joy and peace and contentment and gratitude and all of the other love emotions that I want to feel in my life. But for a moment, standing in the self-checkout lane at Walmart, I let the fear emotions take hold of me. And that moment took me back to myself 10 years ago. And that's okay. I allowed myself to feel it. I've cried a few times since. I'll cry a few times again. And I'm okay with that. Because I know this is part of my story. This is part of my healing. This healing, for me, I believe, is a lifetime journey. I don't think you can walk through fire and come out the other side having no repercussions from it. This journey, this infidelity journey, has changed me. It has changed me all the ways possible. And it will change you too. It will completely change you. But I want you to decide how it's going to change you. You can let the anger simmer and stew and show up in your life over and over and over Or you can let the anger empower you to become a better version of yourself. And I chose to let it empower me. 
I chose to let it make me more of who God called me to be. And that option is available for you also, if you're willing to walk towards it. It's not the easy path. It's not the easier road. It takes commitment. It takes work. It takes a willingness to feel every single negative emotion that comes your way, including standing in the self-checkout lane at Walmart. Are you willing to stand in the self-checkout lane at Walmart and feel all the feelings? Because when you can say yes to that, your life will create magic for you. Keep walking your path. Keep fighting for your heart. Keep believing in yourself. Keep moving towards heaven. Because God knows the plans he has for you to give you hope, to prosper you. I've been clinging to that scripture lately. It's funny because right before, probably the day before my Walmart experience, This scripture verse had popped up for me, and I have noticed that I have clung to it since my Walmart experience. It's Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. That moment in Walmart was not to harm me. It was to prosper me. It was to give me hope. It was to show me a glimpse into my future. It was to remind me of who I'm here to serve and coach and lead and love. It was my reminder of the pain I felt so that I could continue to have empathy for those walking in that pain. His plans are to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. And I hope you can believe that. That wraps up today's episode. I would love for you to leave a rating with a review. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the other ways that you can hang out with me. If you're looking for more one-on-one help in your healing journey, I'm opening a few more spots for coaching. You'll get 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with me specific to your needs. You will also get a copy of my Joy Creator Journal, which is literally worth its weight in gold. Fill out the interest form in the show notes and I'll be in touch. Let's get you on the path to creating massive amounts of joy. Much love, Monica. And remember, joy comes in the morning.